Blog Talk Radio. Father, we ask you now that we lift your name that you'll dwell among us and be our God. And we are your people. Let's be your life together. No matter the problem. the problem may be He's in control He's in control and He knows yep, he everything I have the victory for I have the victory for He is my King In Him I live, I move In Him and I live, move and have my being Say it again Good evening, this is Black Writers Faith I am your host, Miss Mocha And tonight I have a really, really special treat Um we go way, way, way back. Tonight my guest is Sean A. Wilson, and he is a pastor and an author. The name of his book is Life Through the Eyes of a Butterfly. And um, I absolutely love the cover. I have it posted on my Facebook page if you've been following me. And the name of his ministry is Greater Faith Victory Church. So, We are going to bring him on air. I'm excited about what he's doing, and um, he has an awesome family, an awesome vision, and they are moving forth with um, what God has ordained for them to do. So um, tonight is going to be a bit different, but very interesting. Please um, stay tuned with us, and let me bring him on air. Hello? Hello? Hey. Hey. Hey, how you doing, Miss Mocha? <laughs> hey, how you doing? <laughs> good, good. Okay, good. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to chat with us tonight. Oh, it's my pleasure. I'm okay, excited. we're going to go ahead. I know, right? I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we would have never thought this like 30 years ago. Nope, nope. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Um, Now, let's start off with your book. Tell us how you started writing. Were you always a writer as a child, or is this something that you just kind of grew into as you got older? Um, I I always express myself better through writing. Um, I I use it as an outlet, if you understand what what I mean, as far as explaining my my personal, uh, when I was going through my little, my adolescent issues, I would always write things down um, and express myself that way. and I just I just felt the release in that aspect. Um, when I when I joined the military, as I went through in the uh, the military, I joined when I was like 18, um, and I started to actually have to do some type of professional writing um, in the military, um, not for magazines or anything like that, but actually establishing policies and you know procedures. And then you you start to learn how to uh, kind of articulate um, with the pen um, and just add power to you know, your words on paper, and and a lot of people have already um, kind of noted the way that I would be able to communicate on paper with certain things. You know, it's just that they're like, how did you come up with this? And I was like, it just it just flows out of you when it's when it's in you to do it already. So um, I just think it, the military helped develop it over time. Okay. That's awesome. I definitely know about the outlet because um... – I was always a writer, and, yes, it is so easy to release uh, mm-hmm. through writing. So I definitely can um, agree with you on that. 
Now, tell us about the book. The name of the book is called Life Through the Eyes of a Butterfly. How did you come up with that title? Actually, it's kind of it's kind of funny. But uh, I was driving to work one day, and um, of course, it was in the springtime, and I was riding, and I seen a butterfly. You know how you'll drive down the street and you'll see a butterfly maybe flying across the road trying to make it, mm-hmm. and um, and for some reason, I looked back in my rearview mirror to see if it actually made it because it hit the windshield and kind of went over the car, um, okay. and, and it actually didn't make it. And I was just I don't know. I had just kind of just a glimpse in my head of you know. Man, I'm glad I'm not no butterfly trying to cross the highway. But uh, it was um, it was more of a uh, I'm a thinker, and when I started to actually think about it, thought about it for about an hour after that. Then one morning, it was a Sunday morning. Um, the Lord had placed it on my heart and gave me um, the book and what to place in it. I wrote it in 45 minutes, and uh, wow. and the the whole point was to speak life into children that. You know, you never know from even from the, the, the point of being a, a caterpillar, a lot of our children have many talents and many um, abilities and gifts inside of them, but they have no idea because of um, what is being spoken to them. They don't know their full potential. So we definitely have a, a positive role and a way that we can affect the, the, uh, the children at a young age if we continue to speak it and try to try to find out what their gifts are and help them to grow those gifts. But that was the the, the theme behind it as God kind of um, deposited it in my spirit. If you if you understand what I'm what I'm mm-hmm. trying to say, I completely yeah, so, yeah, but that's how it kind of originated. I wrote it in 45 minutes and uh, <laughs> wrote it exactly what was supposed to be on each page um, and what was supposed to be taking place. I mean, it was it was uh, it was just a move from God. I just I just look at it and account it as that. Okay, so um, take us um, briefly through the pages of the book. What okay. actually, like, what's the storyline? Well, the storyline is um, just just as I stated with the um, with the caterpillar in its early stages. I had a uh, pretty much on the, the first page you'll see a, a caterpillar there that has uh, this kind of plump in nature, um, and he's praying and he's asking. God to uh, to help them. You know how sometimes as a uh, as a child, you know they the children don't always know who to talk to or what to say, mm-hmm. and sometimes they don't even have parents there to to communicate with um, mm-hmm. on that level to actually explain what is going on. So I wanted to make sure the children were to know that God is always there for them. Wow. So on the first page, it's a, uh, a caterpillar. And he's uh, he's praying with his hands, all his hands, and he's asking God to uh, to change him. And of course, that change is is all internal; it's not really external at that point because he had no idea of what was going to actually transpire. Okay. And then on the, yeah, and on the second page, and I just put made it rhyme a little bit and. Easy to read for children, but not too long for the parents to read. Mm-hmm. Um, for those that got kids that, you know, your children ask you to read a book, first thing you look at is how many pages it is, you know, when it's bedtime. So I made it real um, user-friendly. But the um, on the second instance or the second page, he was he's actually laying down praying, and then he woke up from his, uh, his sleep out of his cocoon. Um, 
and being changed into a butterfly at that point. So oh, from page, okay, okay. Yeah. From that point, he kind of remembers um, of his his previous state of of being of being a, a caterpillar, mm-hmm. and now he's a butterfly, and he's kind of learning a little bit about what what he has his new abilities, and then it goes into uh, uh, himself reflecting back to when he prayed, and now that he's changed, he's kind of he feel different urges to fly and things like that because he has his, his wings. Um, he didn't know where it was coming from, that the urge. Um, also, the, the, um, once he, once he has, uh, exited his cocoon, there's a cat that comes up and tries to, tries to get him and he, he takes off flying and he's just going through the motions of, learning how to use his new gift, his new ability. Okay. And um he's he's out of uh out of harm's way while he's flying, but he's still learning how to fly straight and things like that. So the rest of the story is he's he's happy that he has this new ability mm-hmm. of being able to, to fly and uh do things that he never thought that he would be able to do. Um reflecting back on the day that he, he prayed knowing that um, he's not perfect in his gift now, but he's going to continue to work through his gift and get better every day. So that's that's pretty much what the storyline is with the book okay. itself. Sounds very, but, very interesting. I know I absolutely love the color and the um, the how the, just the colors and just the whole, I mean, it's a real children's book. So, But at the same time, it... it um, Definitely teaches them something to that they can take throughout their life. So right, I yeah. The the main on. yeah the main story this main storyline is just the fact that you know we we've, we've all got abilities and we all got gifts and, and talents and um, uh, it's a shame that some people never even really use them. Um, what God has given us, hmm. and a lot of it is because we of the people that are around us. That that are not encouraging us to to go forth um, with what we have, and then not knowing, not having the wisdom of how to apply it, you know, mm-hmm. not to. I don't want to start preaching, but I want to share this that mm-hmm. um, God has given us the ability to get wealth. He has given us the ability to get wealth. That's in Deuteronomy eight and eighteen. So that means that He's already equipped us with the necessary tools to attain our wealth or make a living. And when we say wealth, that's not always rich. It just make to make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just think that a lot of people are allowing their gifts to, I won't say go without um, pay. I know we'll, we'll do what we love to do for passion for free many times, mm-hmm. but God gives us that so that we can sustain as well. So he didn't send us here to fend for ourselves and learn something. He already placed it in us. He just wants us to use what we got. Well, that is absolutely, you are absolutely right um, that you said you didn't want to start preaching, but that was right on time. <laughs> that was right on time, right on time, for me anyway. Um, yeah, and uh, like we were talking about earlier, man, it's so much, ugh, and then you kind of lose focus, so I have to really stay on myself to, to stay focused, but 
at the same time not lose sight of what the um, goal is and who gets the glory out of all of that. Yes. So that will take us into our next um, topic. But first I want you to tell our listeners who are interested in purchasing your book where they can go to purchase your book, your website, and all that that information. Okay. The uh, website, you can get the ebook off of Amazon. So you can just go to Amazon.com and type in Life Through the Eyes of a Butterfly. It's the only one that will pop up. You can purchase there for $9.99. Um, you can also purchase it on um, Hunter Hart's Publishing website. Mm-hmm. Is that would that be HunterHeartsPublishing.com or? Yes. Hold on. Let me give oh. it. Uh, let me get this real quick. I do apologize for that. That's okay. The Greater Faith, uh, if you go to www.wix.com forward slash Greater Faith Revival forward slash Butterfly, that is the website where you can actually purchase it from myself. Okay. Um, if the difference between purchasing it from me and on Hunter Hart's publishing is I actually send a letter with my book to the parents, so it's nothing more than a almost a charge, you know, of our responsibility to speak life into our children. So um, it, it's really, this has really been a mandate that, that I have is to encourage the youth um, and make avenues for them to uh, expand their horizons and find out, you know, what they're good at um, and not just be kind of subjected to a a neighborhood and, you know the same things all the time because it's sometimes it's, just think about the the young lady that won the gymnastics. Mhm. I mean that's not a sport or anything that you can find pretty much in a inner city school. So we want to open up the the avenue for people to be able to go and explore and find out what they're they're good at and and make many many opportunities for them to you know excel in in whatever area. But that was uh that was the website for that. And that's what I do. I send a letter out to to kind of, like, encourage the parents and to kind of reinforce the fact that, you know, we have a great responsibility in speaking life in our children. Because if we don't, somebody else will. And it yes, may not they be will. Yes. What, what they need to hear. I always say if you don't have a vision, somebody will give you one. So you better oh, have yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay, we're going to go off into – your uh, other title, which is you, you are a pastor. So tell me, what event in your life can you look back and say um, when you knew God was in control of your destiny? I guess it would be when, when you decided that you would accept the calling to be a pastor. Okay. Um, of course, I wasn't. I was not raised in a church. And I just want to go back that far. Um, okay. And I, I really, the reason why I'm going back that far is because it's, it's never, um, God can use anybody. Mm-hmm. He can use anybody. If he used me, he can use anybody. And the reason I say that is because um, no one is perfect. 
when I was about eight or nine years old, the first time that I, or one of the times I went to church, and um, my mother actually asked me if I wanted to, I told her I did not want to come back to church at eight or nine years old. And uh, she asked me why, and I said, because the man keep talking about me. And the man that I was talking about was the pastor. I thought that she was telling the pastor stuff about me, um, but it wasn't. It was actually the Holy Spirit speaking through him to me at a young age, and I didn't like the way it felt because it mm-hmm. felt like he was, he was, I was, I was, at that time I didn't know what conviction was, so I just thought he was picking on me. So um, I did not want to be back in that kind of state or in that type of environment. Um, so I was allowed not to go back to church. Um, but years later, I joined the military at 19. I believe at the age of 24 is when I really felt the call of God on my life, and uh, and I just wanted to end the way that I was uh, living, meaning um, I was in a very – I'm just going to be transparent. I was in a I was in a state of depression, even in the military and having everything going for me. It was not the money. It was not the rank. It was not anything, you know. Um, and you can't communicate um, your your shortcomings to everyone in the military because then you'll get labeled, you know. But at that particular time, I was at a real low point in my life, and um, you know, and God was there for me when nobody else was. But that was the the point in my life where I gave my life to Christ, I did not know what church to go to. I wanted to go to church, but I did not know where to go. It was just so many of them. It was, you know, the different names, and I'm like, I don't even know which one to go to, you know, and then just, um, and that's how I met my wife. Um, we were uh, drill sergeants together in here in, in Missouri, and um, she came up, and, and we were talking, and, and then it came up that I asked her out, or and then she was like, "Yeah, you can. We'll go out if you go to church with me." And I said, "Yeah, I go." She was like, "Man, that was quick," because I was mm. already looking for a church to go to. Mm. So I end up I end up going to that church the first weekend. I didn't get saved because I was scared to go up in the front, you know, because I was cause <laughs> I, it was safe, it was it was saved people there, and I wasn't on that level yet. So I was kind of scared to go up in the front. And um, the next weekend I, I went. I, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the next week I went in there, I, I gave my life to Christ. I, I had stopped completely drinking um, at that point, and um, it was just, it was totally refreshing. God was showing me all kind of favor, and I think at about after about four or five years, I told the Lord that I would, if he would take care of my family, I'd preach his gospel, mm. um, and i retire at 20 years, and that's that pretty much takes me up to where we are now, um, retired. I had no idea how it was going to happen. I wasn't. I wasn't preaching. I was an usher, and I just felt the the call on me at that point, and I made that vow and a commitment. And now I'm just fulfilling what God has already predestined to happen. You know. So that's in a nutshell the story. Okay. Wow. You just like took me back. I felt like I was like right there. Okay. <laughs> So, um, well, tell me this. That brings me another question. Have you, um, are you thinking future-wise about writing um, a book about your life, or is there a second children's book? What any any goodies coming up in the future as far as the book, or um, maybe something as a part of your ministry? 
And maybe, maybe I'll be the only one that feels this way, but right now I think I got about four or five books unfinished, and yeah. every one of them started. No, you, you are, know, uh-huh. We in the same. We in the running together. Yeah, yes. So, uh-huh. Yeah, but yeah. Um, I have I have uh, certainly different avenues of uh, of interest. One of them is the military. I, I'm, I'm in the process of writing a book um, called "Don't Empty Your Rucksack," and it talks about um, maintaining your army values. Um, and it is supposed to the projected audience is every new soldier that enters into the army. Wow! So I have I have that one. The other one I'm working on now, and it's the message actually God has given me to share with uh, with right now is this immediate area is He has given me a vision of uh, a kingdom mind. You know, a lot of times if, if for those that that do follow on my. Um, my church Facebook website, I will always talk about um, kingdom-level thinking, you know, because I I would say things like a kingdom mind is a terrible thing to waste. Because if you think any less than kingdom, then you don't have the authority to operate in the kingdom. So you have to to raise your your mindset so that you can experience the kingdom-level blessings. You can't experience the kingdom-level blessings if you're still thinking mediocre or below that level. I just say it like that. But um, it's a book called uh, Developing the Kingdom Mind, and um, I plan on writing that one. Um, I, I did look at um, just recently um, trying to price and still working it of changing or turning my book into a cartoon, 20-minute cartoon. Mm, um, okay. And my goal is to have my children do the voiceovers for the characters, um, again, to, so they can expand their horizon and, and just – you know, put their their fingerprint on, you know, this their journey, you know, and okay. just have it and it's there, you know. So I'm just trying to trying to encourage legacy. Hmm. Um, okay. So that's those are pretty much the the ones that I have going right now. Um, so one one spiritual, one uh, military, and I, I did have one called uh, Success and Leadership that kind of okay. talks about my experience as a first sergeant. Um, senior leader in the Army and deploying my unit. And um, it talks about Proverbs 29 is the, uh, the the book that the Lord gave me when I actually assumed responsibility of my organization. Um, I actually asked him why was I here in this particular company because I knew my job, I knew my responsibilities, I knew what I had to do, but I wanted to know why this company right now and he go. He gave me Proverbs 29, and in it, the entire time that I was uh, first starting in that organization, um, for almost three years, um, every issue that I encountered came out of Proverbs 29, and every answer was there. So if you if you lack wisdom, if you lack knowledge, then you ask God, He'll give it to you. You just gotta hold on to it, regardless of what people say around you. You know, you have to be the thermostat. You have to you have to change the environment. Don't be the thermometer and just adapt. You know, amen. Amen. <laughs> yeah, amen. You you hitting everything right on the head tonight. This yeah, yeah this is awesome. Um okay, I had two different questions. Um first, tell us uh where your ministry is located and the name and, and all of that and um our ministry is located. Yeah. Yeah. Our ministry is uh actually our ministry is located in the Fort Leonard Wood area in a town called Waynesville, a population of um a little over four thousand. 
Um, there's a lot of little churches here. The, the ministry's name is Greater Faith Victory Church. Um, although we're a new ministry, we are a 10-month-old ministry, um, actually 11 months right now in our location. Um, but we are a small ministry that do we do big things. Um, we're actually a part of uh, Victory Churches International, which we have 2,700 churches throughout the world in over 41 countries. And um, we actually, we're touching the ends of the earth right now with the things that we're doing. Um, we have a small congregation, um, but I look at it as uh, my Gideon Army. Um, they're small, but they're powerful. Um, and we're just working on building a, um, a good, strong core. Um, some of the things that we've been doing is helping out other local ministries here. Um, and, again, like I said, our our whole focus is the kingdom mind. We don't look at, you know, what church you go to. I'm not out to get members. You know, we all belong to God's army. So I can I can talk and share the gospel with the body and not worry about, you know, um, you know, race, anything, the race. The uh, the the what church you know a lot of people get real protective over their members but um, I like I said a kingdom mind means I know that everybody belongs to God and I got to hold myself accountable for me and I can't lead people down that path I got to share the truth with people and that's that they gotta they gotta run their own race and I gotta run mine so <laughs> if you go into that that level of thinking you will not establish or you will not spiritually mature to a kingdom level of uh comprehension when it comes to the word of God. You will you will always be a uh thirty full a thirty fold uh recipient when it comes to blessings. You won't ever be a hundred hundred fold recipient. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Mhm. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's that's okay. why we don't have a lot of hundred fold recipients because of the level of spiritual maturity. But okay. those are those are some of the things we do. We just working with a couple of churches in the um in the community. Um they have a love kitchen. One one church in particular has a love kitchen established. So we're we're gonna be sewing into that ministry to help them build their love love kitchen out. You know, I'm not gonna come here to try to outdo them. I'm gonna come here to try to assist them. You know, and there's a couple other uh, ministries doing some outstanding uh community service and, and you know, that's what it's about. You know, once the churches come together, then we can get the people. You know, if it's always separate, people know, never know where to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I hope I answered your question because I got a tendency to. Yes, you did. No, 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 no. Uh-uh. <laughs> this, this is your home as well as this man because, um, like I said, if we look 30 years back, we never yeah, think. Yeah, 30 years back. Oh, my God. Just for our listeners, those who don't know, we are kind of like, I, I guess I call them like my cousins. My aunt used to babysit all of us. Yep. So on the weekends, yep, it was me, Nikki, Sean, my cousin Terry, my brother Omar. So, yeah, it's kind of it's crazy because we are grown now and everybody's kind of developing their own um, personality that gives and everybody is just blossoming and doing very well. So this is kind of like really, really special for me. But anyhow, um, my last um, question is what advice would you have for someone or for the world, because everybody is going through something, um, whether it be a bad marriage job or just difficulties with life, what advice would you give them um, 
to keep pushing and keep making it through. What what would you say to them right now if they're listening? Um, that's a, I'm glad you asked that question because um, this year has been, you know, a challenge for a currently retired, you know, active duty and moving over to um, the work in the ministry where I'm not getting paid and, uh, you know, is is really, you know, we're subject to what we already have and we have not went insufficient with anything. The one thing that I would tell you, our focus this year was to run to win, and I said that before that we have to run our own race. But what run to win means is that our faith has entered us into the race. And and I'm I'm gonna ask you I'll ask you in between you you understand what I mean as far as mm-hmm. when we give our when we give our life to Christ it has entered us into the race. Now when we start running this race we may trip and we may fall, um, but as long as we get up and we continue to run forward, if we continue to run forward then we will we're supposed to press towards the mark of the high calling of of Christ Jesus. So as we're running we may even hear boos from the fans in the stands. But you can't pay any of us, the fans in the stands, any attention because they're not even in the race. So you have to understand that you got to stay focused on what God has mandated you do. The Father will always be there to help pick you up and help keep you going. You just got to, you have to maintain your, your faith, understand that your grace, that God's grace is sufficient. He's going to help you get through it. He's going to carry you through with his love, but his grace is sufficient. So don't ever give up because the Bible talks about it. An unstable man is unstable in all his ways. If you quit at one thing, you're going to quit at other things. So I just encourage you to stand fast, continue to persevere, surround yourself with positive, godly, talking people, people with a kingdom mind that can help push you. We're supposed to edify one another. We're supposed to encourage one another. We're not supposed to be jealous of one another. Understand everyone's gifts and abilities are different, but with yours in particular, God has given to you, and nobody can do you like you, so you just continue to push forward and don't worry about what people are saying to the left and right because one day they're going to have to acknowledge the things that you've done and the trail that you have blazed. And that's the other thing. If you are a trailblazer, it gets lonely. You're traveling down an uh, avenue of where nobody has been before. And when you're there, there's no, there's no houses, there's no lights, there's no roads. It gets bumpy, it's, it's lonely. But after you done blazed that trail, you have made a way for a group of people to come through, and it will be lit up. So don't be mad that, that you're lonely in, in doing these things and it doesn't fit into everything else because it's a privilege to be a trailblazer. It's a privilege to actually establish things, you know, for other people. So I just say that, and that's that's to you, that's to you, cousin, <laughs> that you need to continue to do the things that you're doing because you are making a way for other people. And don't worry about what other people are doing to your left and your right. Don't worry about the blues and the fans in the stands because they're still sitting in the stands. The fans in the stands can always talk about how bad the players are on the field, but they ain't even in the game. So you stay in the game, keep your head in the game, and continue to move forward. Wow. Oh, thank you so much. I needed that. I really needed that. Um, I have someone who wants to come on air. 
Give me one second. Nikki wants to come on. I'm going to bring her on. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hi. Hey, Nikki. Pastor Sean. Hey. I wanted to make sure. <laughs> uh, for all the listeners out there, Pastor Sean is my brother, and he also is a, a moral support for myself. So I just wanted to say that I'm so proud of you and your accomplishments and all the great things that you're doing with your ministry. Um, if anyone's ever in Waynesville, Missouri, please you know, go out and, and come to his service. It's very welcoming, and the word is always um, it's always what I need. When I when I've been there, it's been it's almost as if he's my brother. But if he's speaking, you know, directly to me and not knowing what's going on in my own situation, so I just feel like you know he's always been an encouragement to myself and to my family. And I'm just so proud of you and the things that you're doing. So I wanted to make sure I came on and say that I still support you and everything you're doing, and I'm so proud of everything you're doing, as well as to my cousin, Tiffany, <laughs> and all the great things she's doing. She's my mentor for my photography business, and, you know, she's always been a support for me. So I just wanted to say some encouraging words to you both and, um, you know, continue to do your great things, and good things will come. God has a, a place for all of us, and, I'm still trying to find my way, but I feel like with people around me that are encouraging, like my brother, Pastor Sean, and Tiffany, I can continue to do things I'm supposed to be doing with my life. So just some encouraging words for you all. And um, definitely if people you all need, you know, some uh, encouraging word for your child to discuss the word of God, um, please pick up. Pastor Sean's book. I mean, it's great. I read to my daughter. Now she's at a point where she can read, so she reads it. So it's mm-hmm. very encouraging and allows you to have that, that conversation with your children about God in a way that they understand. So um, that's all I really wanted to say, and keep doing what you're doing. Thank you, Thank Nikki. you, Nikki. I love awesome. you, too. We'll, love you, we'll too. We'll be in St. Louis. Oh, no, I've had a kid down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do because now you can we can we can ride down and go to Sean's service. You know. Yeah, yeah, you got it. I'll put it on my calendar. Okay, we have one more caller I need to bring on. Thanks, Nikki. Thank you. Be encouraged, guys. Love you all. Okay, love you too. God bless. Okay. Hello. Hello. Hi. This is Annette Sean's mom. Hi, Annette. Hey, I just listened to Sean. I'm so proud. It's so inspiring. Can you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. And hey, Tiffany. Again, hey. Uh, just piggybacking <laughs> on what Nikki said, I did order that. And uh, I've been to Sean's church twice, and each time it's, it's very inspiring, uplifting, and everything. So if you're ever in that area, please do go by Waynesville to to uh, visit Pastor Sean and Jan's church. Sean, I'm so proud of you. Hey, Nikki. Oh, thank you. She's gone already. She's still listening. She hear you. Okay. She hear me. Okay. But Sean, again, it was very inspiring, uplifting and everything. So keep on doing what you're doing. Um, You are indeed uh, a child of God, and you're doing great things with your kids as well as with your church, and continue to do so. And pray for your mom. I'm always praying for you, Mom. Yes. All right. Okay. All right. Thanks. Love you. Okay. Thank you. Love you, too. Love you, too. All right. Okay.
Okay, we have one more person. Wait, they. Oh, okay. Maybe not. Somebody had pressed the thing. I thought they wanted to come on. Anyhow, um, it's been awesome and amazing and right on time having you on. They, okay, wait a minute. I have a caller. They see the. It gives me the little question mark when they want to come on air. So mm-hmm. they had it on and then they took it off. So I don't know if they want to come on air or not. But it's your area code. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Let me bring them on. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Wait, you wanted to come on air. I was bringing you on the, on the air. Did you have something for our guests? Yes, I do. I want to tell your guest, Pastor Sean Avery Wilson, that I love him. This is Pastor Janice. Hi. Oh. <laughs> and we were we were almost um, getting ready to do our event with the kids, and I was hoping that I was able to get on. I listened a little bit, and I just want to um, encourage him and to let him know that I am very proud of what he's doing, what he has done with the book, and I thank God that he's a awesome man of God that is a man after God's own heart. Awesome, awesome. That's my that's my wife. Yes, yes. Yeah, I kind of yeah. figured that when I seen the number, it was very oh, similar. Yeah. So yeah. But thank you so much for calling and listening, and um, congrats to both of you all. Thank you so much. You. You're welcome. I love you, Janice. I love you too. Guys, want to say hey? Say hey, right quick. Say hey, Daddy. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> hey. Oh. All right, all right. Okay, all right. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Awesome. I love it when family calls in and support. Well, we are going to wrap this up. This has been awesome and amazing. I know i got to go back and listen to it, but your words have been so encouraging tonight, Um, and I know we've had some listeners or someone who's going to listen who definitely needed that. I know I did. Um, so I just want to really, really thank you for uh, following the calling, for accepting it and doing what God told you to do and being obedient. And um, your ministry is definitely going to be blessed, is blessed. And, um, wow, you you keep living the kingdom life, keep, keep teaching that word. And um, I, I don't know, I don't even have the words to describe. I'm, I'm really um, excited for you guys. Uh, you definitely have my support with the ministry, with the book, with anything you need. Hit me up on Facebook, um, and Black Writer Space is here. Yeah, I thank you for um, just for the opportunity because uh, you know I'm I'm excited. Um, I always like to get out and um, and just communicate my heart. I don't mind sharing my testimony because I know it's important to to share with others. So that they can be encouraged, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's, I know that it is it's very important um, to share your testimony and um, just be transparent. You know, even as a pastor, you know, you have to let people know that the truth about the truth about the things they're going through is not going to be um, without its trials. But one thing you can rest assured is that you have the victory in God. Is fighting the battles. You just accept the victory. The battle belongs to the Lord. So leave the little scrimmages alone and stay focused on 
the the big vision that he has already placed inside of you. You know, it's just, wow. I just love the I love to just try to encourage people to keep going. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, it's very important that that we do. We encourage one another. We edify one another, and we share the truth without um, bondage, without um, extra rules. You know, and um, if, if you don't mind me just sharing this real quick, is uh, one of the things that that the reason why I told you I wasn't raised in churches. I I don't I don't know tradition. I don't know all of this stuff. I just know the Word of God. I know what He He explains to me through the Word, through the Holy Spirit, and I share the truth without all the extra added. You can't wear this. You can't do that. You mm-hmm. gotta sit like this. And, you know that stuff is not even important. God is more concerned mm-hmm. about your heart. He concerned about. He more concerned about your heart condition than your hair condition. And most mm-hmm. people put more concern and, and emphasis on their hair condition than their heart condition. God will change you from the inside out, not from the outside in. So that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to teach relationship, and not a religion and a tradition and a bunch of rules. Um, we're just going to share the truth and just try to set people free. That's that's all we got to do. That's it. That's what we want to do. And, you know, I was in the U.S. Army, but now even in the Army, I was dual-headed. I was in the Army of the Lord and the Army, but now I'm not in the military no more. I can just bring it straight. I don't have to be politically correct and hold nothing back no more. So it's, it's all going to come out the way the Word says, and um, and I can say it any the way that it's supposed to be said, you know, and not have to worry about, People putting in a complaint or all these other things, you know, it's those. That's a whole different story. That's a whole different story in the military when you um, things that are accepted and things that aren't, um, you know. And it's a shame that a lot of times, you know, in any any organization, the worst things are accepted more so than the good things. Everybody get offended with religion, but nobody gets offended at you know the the more vulgar things. You know, that's that's more accepted. Mhm. You are absolutely yeah. right. But okay, I'm gonna let you have your show back. <laughs> wow, this was interesting. Definitely right on time. So on time. So on time. Um, a lot of times people don't even know what you're going through. So, um, and that's when you know that um, God is in control and that that person is hearing from God because you don't, you know, you'd be like, dang, hey, he all in my business and he yeah. Mm-hmm. So. That's definitely the Holy Spirit. Um, I just, I just thank you for coming on. I thank you for sharing your, your word, your uh, testimonies, everything. We are here, definitely. If you need us to do anything, now I got to figure out when I'm gonna get down there so I can come and visit the church. And um, let me know. We'll, we'll get you. We'll get, um, get you something set up for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Nikki gonna have to bless you. Me and Nikki gonna have to make a um, trip down there, definitely. And um, that would be awesome. That would be really, really awesome. Um, wow. So again, give us your website and where to purchase the book. I know it's on Amazon. You can purchase the Kindle on Amazon. You just search "Life Through the Eyes of a Butterfly." And what was the other website? HunterHeartPublishing.com. Okay. Hunter Heart publishing.com and the other one was the um, was www.wix.com forward slash greater faith revival forward slash butterfly okay 
And that's if they want to purchase it directly from, from you. Yeah. Right. Okay. All righty then. Thank you so much for coming on. We look forward to having you back in the near future. And keep us posted on any events and, and things that you're having, and we can um, definitely post it on our Facebook page, Twitter page, and on the blog. I will be posting the book on the blog along with the um, the logo for the ministry and everything like that and the website. Okay. All right, thank you again. And uh, okay. I pray God is going to so I know he's going to continue to bless what, what your hands are doing. And uh, right. I just want to encourage you as well. Keep going, and we'll always have you in our prayers. Thank Amen. you so much. Okay. Same here. But thank and you, you enjoy the rest of your evening. Kiss the kids. Okay. All right. Thank God you. bless you. Bye bye. Awesome, awesome, awesome interview. If you missed this interview, please go back and listen. Amazing, and I know that um, if nobody else did, I really needed the the words of encouragement and just different, you know, testimonies from somebody else. And you know, you'd be thinking that your situation is so so horrible and so because you're in it, and, and that's how it feels. But it feels good to know that someone else may have went through something or whatever their experiences were, and they share those with you, it just kind of lightens your heart while you're going through because, uh, you know, they always say you're going through because you don't stay in it, but at times it feels like you're staying in it. However, that was a definite definite, um, show that was needed for Black Writers Face, and I appreciate uh, Pastor Sean Wilson and author, Uh, for coming on, taking the time out of his schedule. I thank all the listeners and family members who call in to support. Thank you guys so much. Um, Like I said, if you missed it, please go back and listen to the show. Continue to follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Continue to check out our blog, which I I need to update the blog as usual. But our blog site is blackwriterspace with two S's.blogspot.com. And we will... See you guys in a couple days. I don't have anybody scheduled for the rest of this week, but stay posted. Things might change. Um, I will continue to post on Facebook and Twitter. And you guys have a blessed evening. Talk to you soon. Father, we ask you now that we lift your name that you'll dwell among us and be our God. And we are your people. Let's be like this together. No matter what, no matter what come on, the problem, the problem may be. He's in control. He's in control and he knows yep, everything. I have the victory. Come. I have the victory for he is my king. In him I live, I move. In him and I live, move and have my being. Say it again. No matter what. No matter what. The problem may be He's in control He's in control and he knows everything How many know that you got the victory? I have the victory for he is my king Him I live, I move and I'm my
Him I live. In him I live, move and have my being. Again. No matter. 